Okay, West Ham hosting Palace. This is my upset of the week. West Ham 1, Palace 2, Wilfred Zaha. I like how he's West playing Ham with Eberreche. I like how he's playing with Eberreche Eze, and I like how bananas Crystal name. Palace has played real well. You and these little bananas when names Zaha Eberreche Eze. What <laughs> he's is Eberreche Eze. This Have lad. you not watched him? This l- he's good. This lad bringing up Eberreche Eze. <laughs> May okay. How about Eberiz- this? Let's make a deal. Eberreche Eze. If Eberreche Eze no, scores a goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's Eberiche whatever his name is. If he scores a goal, you've got his name backwards. No, no, no. If he scores a goal, I'll buy us Portellos. Okay. Well, I didn't pick him to score though. Where does he play Z- on the pitch? Zaha. He plays on the wing. All right. If he He's scores, the I'll next buy Zaha. If when they may, sell Zaha, it's him. But here's the only condition: you have to try a burger. I'm gonna buy a burger because I don't think you've had a Portillo's burger. No, yet. man. Good, what do you mate. mean? I gotta get my Italian beef. No, double cheeseburger from. You'll be surprised. Do I still get the cheese fries? On today's footy corner, City and United put us all to sleep as Pep and Ole get nothing out of their sides in a slapping war. Neither Chelsea, Tottenham, or Liverpool want to take a grip at the top of the league as all three stumble and matches their favorite in. Arsenal are in a tailspin, Jamie Vardy's having a party, and Christian Benteke forgets to take a knee. Along with the typical predictions, comments, fantasy corner, and gambling corner, next. And we are back on the footy corner. Arin is back on the footy corner. Arin, how's everything going? Everything is going well. Good. It's a... What day is it today? It's Monday. It's a Monday. <laughs> cool it's- afternoon in Chicago, but I'm digging the sun. I've even got the window open because my AC's fucked. <laughs> it's 83 degrees. It's 84 degrees currently in my place, and it's fucking 25 outside. That's unreal. But yeah. Now everything's good. Just watched a good movie last night. Um, we'll mention that in a yeah. little bit. Um, but yeah, good. Everything's good. How about you? Uh, it's it's interesting, man. We're recording. This is weird for me. First of all, we're recording on a Monday, which is I think ideal. Typically, this feels odd. Yeah, it's tip. It's ideal though because it, when you want matches that end Sunday, you're recording right off the bat. Now we've kind of been. We usually take our time to find a, a time that works. Luckily, we did find one. Um, because for us it's our it's our finals week, and and you're more flexible than I am these days. Yeah. So um, and the next match week starts tomorrow. So <laughs> with the with the hot and firing matches coming in, we got to do this when we do it. But yeah, it's, it's nice to record in the afternoon. Actually, I kind of I feel a little more energy. Bro, I see. For for a normal functioning human like you and probably nine nine point nine percent of our listeners, I don't see the daylight much, and this is nice. <laughs> But you guys do, so this is like... There you go. I got to start doing this more you gotta, often. You got a full day ahead. You got to get your sink fixed. Yeah, I got to call Jaime over. There you go. So yeah. so we'll uh, we'll get this out there. It's a good NFL game on tonight as well. Yeah. I'm excited. I will be... So that's the reason we're doing it in the afternoon to us instead of the evening, because you have... You got a guy that's coming to fix your sink. You got a few things to do. I got to grade presentations from 6 to 8.30 on Zoom tonight, so it's finals yeah. week at our school. Um but hey, you know, I like this. If we could do this more often, and I think we're hoping that the next episode is the same. Uh, that's all pending. Uh, maybe a potential guest. Yeah. We're in talks. Yeah. Um, that said, shall we get to the games? Shall we get to the I've action? Also been, yeah, but side note, I've also been invited to an MMA pod. So if anyone's really? interested in that, um, hit me up with like a DM and I'll, I'll show you their, uh, their podcast. Yeah. What, when are you going on that? Uh, next week. 
Oh, is it Joe Rogan? It's called Coffee and Chaos. No, no. One guy's from Chicago, though. He's a Bears fan. How did like you us. get onto that? I'm just curious. Um, so I was just I tweet about UFC a lot, and um, I ended up getting reached out by these guys, and then I joined their uh, what's it called? People stream on 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 Twitter, Twitch, Tele? No. It's no. like they live video themselves on All right. Twitter. Uh-huh. Someone tell us what that is. Where can they tell us? At the footy corner, too. All right. Uh, yeah, whenever you go on, we'll, we'll uh, advocate that podcast. We might be advocating another one next episode. We might, hopefully, eventually in the future, get on that one. Who knows? <laughs> that would be bananas. That'd be the most bananas. Yeah. All right. That said, let's just jump into the action. Uh, we had a Manchester Derby. Were you, before I get into what happened, were you excited about this going into it? Not as much. So... This season, I haven't been as excited because of the no fans. Mm-hmm. I think it's starting to impact me. About Not just soccer. It's every sport for me. Um, but also, no. I mean, I feel like it wasn't advertised as much or like talked about as much. I mean, I still knew it was happening, but I don't know. Both teams aren't performing as good as maybe as I'd like. I mean, I did expect City to not do as good as they did last season. And United's kind of, you know, I I honestly had higher hopes for United, but they're kind of shit now. <laughs> Ole is, I don't know what to what to think of that whole situation, um, but no, I did not. And you okay? I mean, I mean, I knew it was happening, but I wasn't excited for it. As like I would, like literally, my whole life, I think this was the one derby I was least excited about. Well, I guess Manchester you, Derby. Yeah, I was gonna say actually, I was pretty excited for. It. I'm like, all really? right, I get to well, because so what happened was I was really busy, so I had to. This is the one weekend because I had a decent amount of things going on. Well, I mean, I usually do have some things going on, but with soccer in the morning, usually I could be like, oh, I'm gonna watch this match, this all these matches. But I kind of had to pick and choose this week based on the amount of things I had to do. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna open up 11:30 to 1:20, and I'm watching this match. You know, forget all the other stuff going on around me. The other, you know. And it sucked. This match was terrible. It was zero zero. Yeah. Uh, Manchester City have failed to score in two consecutive away games for the first time since 2017. United have failed to score in three home games this season, which is one more than all of last season. So both teams are having scoring issues. Let's yeah. start with let's start with Ole because there's some words with Jeff Paris that you might have in the later part. But let's start with Ole and, the, and United. We've talked a lot about United this season. Zero zero for them. Now here's the shocking thing. You look at the table. And United are only, you know, th- uh, three points from a top four spot and only five from the top. As bad as it seems they've been, they're right there. Are they as close to the top as their points say they are? Is this result good for them at 0-0, or are they still tragic in your opinion? Um, I think this is a good result, but I think all in all, like, I think they need to move on from away. And it's not – it's just not good enough. Is this because of Champions League, though? A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people, no, no, no. But my point being is he's had time at that club now. He's had a couple transfer windows, you know. And I can't think of a really a great signing that he's made. Um, he's fallen out. I don't think he's fallen out with the players. Granted, I think it's, it's his board. Um, that's where I kind of, it's hard. That's why I think a lot of people struggle to, to you know, say Ole out, you know, whereas opposed to like Arteta, Wenger, or like even, you know, Pep has some people that say Pep out. Um, it's because he seems like such a nice guy and I think his players actually like him. It's just he he doesn't have that ability to get the most out of his players, I feel like. And he's had time to improve that squad. Can you honestly say they've improved since he first came? 
I mean, I'll say they're not fun to watch, but I mean, they're still there in the table. The standard, they're there in the table, but if you're a Manchester United fan, what you grew up watching most likely was, you know, there's a very high standard. And I think they still have that high standard, but it's just not being implemented. And I understand it's tough to replace Sir Alex Ferguson, but that takes time. And if you look at recent successes... I hate to say it, but short leashes for managers seems to be what does it. It's successful. You look at Chelsea. You look at City. I mean, City, Pellegrini won the title, and then he got fired, like, the next year. Like, Conte, didn't he win the title and then get fired the next year? Or he won Europa League? Like, he won titles. But, I mean, it's just like, if you don't see progress, you got to can them. Okay. And I think that's that's where I stand with that. Because... I look at that United team, their their talent level, I genuinely believe, is way better than how they're playing. Okay. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it, it, they have they're attackers. just not fun to watch. They they're have just it. not fun to watch. But, but that, That's there's the no thing. excuse for that because all those players for their national well, team are I'm just, fun as hell to watch. And even their their defense, like, I feel like a lot of people are saying that's not, you know, where it should be. But I look at the players on their defense and they should have some good results. Yeah, I still hold De Gea in high regards. Harry Maguire, say what you want. He has made him. a lot of errors, though. No, say what you want about him, but he's a lot better than Dean Henderson. Than what a lot of people make make of him. No, Harry Maguire. Oh, I was talking about De Gea. Oh, I still. But he, a goalie's a goalie. He he. De Gea is a lot of fans class. are not happy with him. I still think Manchester. he's world class, though. Hmm. Juan Bissaka is good. Right. Yeah, I mean, and tell us, tell us is a proven, proven international player, you know. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, they look good in this game for stretches, but uh, you know, again, they need to they need to finish their chances. Uh, I think they're doing. It's weird because how do you discern a team based on their European form and their Premier League form, right? It, you know, in in the Premier League, if you look at their results. It's actually not terrible. They've beaten West Ham. They beat Southampton, who are high in the table. They beat West Brom and they beat Everton. They actually had won four in a row in the Premier League before this draw. In Europe, though, they got knocked out because they lost two in a row. That's the problem. So I think, and I thought they showed signs in this game where they look decent. It's just that they're not fun to watch. I don't. I can't put my finger on what it is. They're getting results. They're not fun to watch. So maybe that's why they want Ole out. You know that that might be the reason. Yeah. You know. Do you think? Do you think they'd be better with a manager like that may light a flame under these players' asses? Uh, I at this point, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you do because, or maybe someone that's in like higher regards in the managerial in, world. Maybe, but in December, if you, do you think do it, Poch does better with this team, probably. Yeah, probably. But Poch. Does Poch want to get involved in this? In this with the front, with the how the how the Glazers are and how Ed Woodward is. Well, and you we know talked what? about this he a worked, lot. I mean, he we, worked we're with repeating some, ourselves he now. He worked Let's with just some really tough on. owners. Yeah. Well, you know, if, I think I think it's tougher to work with Tottenham's owners than United's owners. Yeah. United owners fork out some money. Yeah. It's really tough to get some money out of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think even though just, Tottenham did spend recently, right? I think we're just going in circles. This is yeah. a narrative with, with yeah. Ole again, as usual. But, yeah. But in this match, particularly, I thought they actually showed a little promise. Uh, again, though, still not good enough, like you were saying, or like we're saying for United, like watching them. City, on the other hand, no goals again. They seem to only score against bad teams. Are you worried about their inability to score? Because now, let me let me preface this with Jeff. Jeff sent us a tweet 
Shout out, Jeff. Um, not getting to the one that, that you didn't like first. Jeff's talking about their defense. He said their defense is fixed. Um, he mentioned something about Stones uh, playing well in this match or something. I'll come back to it. But they have given up zero goals in their last seven matches in all competitions. Granted, those matches weren't against like great teams. I think the last time they gave up a goal was against Tottenham on November 21st. Um, so let's first start with it. Do you think their defense is fixed? No. You don't. They haven't given up a goal in uh, in a while. Well, they've 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 risked the attacking side of it. Yeah. Well, it's it, very. Yeah. Pep can't do a balanced play, bro. Like I've been saying this since day one of the pod that I don't know. Look, because we're I mean we're Bayern Munich fans too. I mean this dude cannot do it. He he's not. He's a little overrated. Honestly, I say a little bit because I do believe he's a smart guy, but to hold him in regards that people do, I think it's just nonsense. I genuinely think if you are, are Barcelona's manager and you have Messi, Piquet, Puyol, all those guys, dude, you're going to get your dick sucked seven out of seven days. because Not because of your managerial tactics, because those guys, you could tell those guys to, to do anything and they'll make it work. Right, mm-hmm. he was at Bayern. A Bundesliga is a given. At the time that Pep was there, Borussia Dortmund was not as good. This is when Goetze was going through his problems and all that shit. So he didn't have any competitors, mm-hmm. right? And now you're forced into a league where he was given a great team, which is why I genuinely believe he won that little that that run of winning the Premier League. But when you're forced to go into a competition where you have competitors and you need a balance offense and defense, and I think. And, and the scheme that way, he, he just hasn't been as successful as he should be. He's been successful, but not as he should be. Like, I'm talking Champions League, um, like, perennial, like, winners under his players, and I haven't seen that. Yeah. What well, do you think about? Jeff, I want to know Jeff's thoughts I'm on saying Pep. he can't I don't create really... a balanced team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I How mean, how much money has he spent on that defense? So again, yeah, their defense has been good. They haven't scored, and we kind of see that a little in his protege a little bit with Mikel Arteta fixing a defense but not an offense. They can't do it at once, right? Um, I don't know. Do, do you think getting Sergio Aguero back is going to help any? Do you think because we've seen now De Bruyne's injected in there, Sterling's injected in? Uh, you know, what, do you think that's going to fix it? I also want to know Jeff's thoughts on Pep Guardiola because if you remember when we had Jeff on. He kind of did have a few negative bits to say. Some, like you said, some of the fans might be getting a little tired of some of Pep's antics. So I wonder what Jeff has to well, say, actually. Yeah, I'd be interested. But I, I don't know about necessarily his antics, but it's just like at what point are you like, all right, he should be winning a lot more with the pro- with the players that he's adopted throughout his career. I'm talking from Bayern and on. Um, the players that he's adopted, the money that he's given slash spent. I mean, what more... Yeah. Do you need? Yeah. So he says Torres was was his best pickup. I think. I think that kid's a stud. Well, he hasn't done much lately. But uh, Jeff says John Stones nine games, one goal conceded. Legend. He says City six straight clean sheets. I thought it was seven. Club record defense is fixed. So anything to say about John? Stones? Club record isn't saying much. I mean, it's like <laughs> a it's like a ten year career. All right. Year. So that's your response to Jeff. Well, no, it's the truth. And whether you want it, look, I speak facts. That's just okay. my role. All right. I promise eventually we'll talk about the games that happened. But, yeah, these are the issues. Well, the game was boring. It was 0-0. What are we supposed to do? Wink off the ref? Pretty much. Um, (laughs) So 
now I want to go to a trio of games. There are some. T- there are three teams that I kind of consider like in the above echelon so far early this season. All three of them didn't, or none of them won. Fulham drawing with Liverpool 1-1. Cordova Reed with Fulham's goal. Salah getting a pen in that match. Um, some controversy there that we'll we'll talk about with due to you know what Jeff tweeted. Palace won. Tottenham won. Kane scoring, but Schlupp gets a late goal. Giata really the the hero in that one. And then Chelsea losing to Everton. 1-0 on a Sigurdsson penalty, despite having over 70% possession. Looking at those three results, looking at those three going for the title right now, and they're all within, I believe, two points of each other near the top. They're in first, second, and fifth, respectively, because I think Chelsea got leapfrogged by uh, Southampton and Leicester this week. Who do you think those results hurt the most? Like, Who do you think sat there and said, we really had a chance, and we didn't take it? Um, Probably Liverpool. Okay. I mean, that's... I mean, Fulham's the fucking... He just fucking beat them around. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they got outplayed in that game. So I would say Liverpool uh, really fucked up that chance. I mean, what about you? Yeah. I, I mean, I hate to say it. I agree with that. I, I was so confident in them. I had them in a parlay. I did as well. And, I, and and it wasn't just the result. Because you'll see games 1-1, and you look and say, oh, man, that team really dominated. They just got a little unfortunate that something didn't go their way. This didn't happen. But, like... Full. I mean, and this could be credit to Scott Parker and Fulham. They 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 played pretty well actually. They played one of the best games I've seen them play all season, and I could actually bring up a fact about them here shortly. Um, and also, there were some some calls that Jeff wasn't happy about. Jeff and Nikhil got into it on on Twitter. I don't know if you saw. Did you catch that exchange? A little bit. Yeah. Um, was the Fabinho one that went to VAR a penalty or not? In your opinion, I I, I didn't get a full good look at it. But would you have called that? Mm, no. Okay. I think it's just stupid. I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, they didn't give it. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't have called that? No. Would and you? then the pen that was, which Would I didn't catch. I didn't see. I didn't get a good enough look. To me, it was too difficult. It's one of those calls that's like iffy. And, and in these in this day and age, I don't like little tic-tac calls. Did he get a piece of the player, though? Yeah. So maybe by the law of the game. But, I mean, I had my money on it. <laughs> what are you laughing at? The law of the game. I mean, the law of the... That's what they say these days, you know? It's like uh, if you touch the player... Yeah. He didn't get the ball first. But either way, um, I had Captain Salah, so that goal that he scored on that pen that some say are controversial, I think was a pen, helped. Although, like you said, yeah, it's a rough goal. Liverpool have dropped 11 points after 12 matches. It took 35 to do that last season. On the other hand, Fulham, they they had four points in their first nine games. And they have four in their last three. They're playing better, actually, because uh, those last three against Leicester City and Liverpool. They beat Leicester, if you remember, and they've drawn you guys in City. They played actually okay. I mean, they only lost 2-0. It wasn't that, that bad of a match for them. So, yeah, I think I think Liverpool had a chance to really take things by the horn and and yeah get a jump there. And, and, and I think as time goes on, they will. Um, mm-hmm. I think as their players do get healthier. I know, I know Tottenham's on, like, a, a sick run right now. Um, mm-hmm. And they have a, a great manager that knows what it takes to win multiple titles. Um, don't get me wrong, but I I want your genuine opinion. Do you think that? I mean, I think Tottenham definitely has a really good shot at it. <clears throat> okay, but there's something about this Liverpool team that just I for some reason I'm just sold on them making a wild run again. And I don't know if Tottenham has another big run. I mean, they're on one right now. I don't know if they could sustain it. 
Uh, I was going to... Well, so I've always thought and considered, and you, you, every week you've asked me... because I don't want to go against Mourinho because I really like him as a manager. And, I mean, there really isn't a spot that I could really pinpoint on this Tottenham team and say this is where the problem is. I just think other than the attackers, mm-hmm. I think everywhere else... Don't get me wrong, it's good. But when I look at title-winning team that can really do it, Maybe they're just – maybe they just haven't been together enough for me to really be sold on them. But what, what do you – Yeah, I mean specifically talking about just – I mean Liverpool, they to me have been the, the best team in the league overall the course of the season. Mm. You also look at who they've been missing all year. It's like a long laundry list of injured people. And surely you think at some point they're going to get healthy, right? Like because look <laughs> yeah, at where they are with all the injuries. Now if they get healthy – because right now – and this is the other thing I was going to ask you. How worried are you about – are you about this Joel Matip injury? Because I know Jota's injured six to eight weeks. They have the guns up top. I mean, it's we talk. Actually, I talked about it with Brian on the last episode. If two go down, they're in trouble up front. Up front, we think they're set. But in the back now, Matip's down. Even Van Dyke, even in Gomez. The you know, all those center backs are gone. You have no recognized center backs that are healthy, legitimately, aside yeah. from maybe children. So one of those children is very good, though. And I think as has long been playing well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Him and even our goalie, you know, you look at Allison's been out. I think that's the biggest concern when you look at everything. As odd as that sounds, because last year was a scare when, if you, if for Liverpool fans, when Adrian played last year, good God, man, that, yeah. like, um, that was very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so to have Keller there is good, and it's always, you know, the backs are solid, good backups as well. But you're right, I do worry about about that. Um, but luckily, we're deep enough, and I think Fabinho's a good center back. So we could put Fabinho at center back. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're always taking a gamble because you're going with an inexperienced partnership with him. And Fabinho's not a natural center back. So. Right. Well, but what I'll say is, all things considered, for them to be where they are, that's that's a good thing. for. I mean, that's incredible, I think. For you guys, you should be happy, especially with how crazy this season is. Like I said, you know, you have Arsenal in 15th place. You have City in, what, like 8th right now or 9th or something still, even though they have a game in hand, which we'll, I'll come to right now in a second here. Um, but I thought that was that was interesting. Just briefly touching Tottenham here. Uh, Kane is the third player in the top five European leagues to hit 15 goals this season in all competitions. Can you name the other two players across Europe in the top five leagues that have reached 15 goals quicker than Harry Kane this season? There are only two of them. Two. No, not Diego Costa. In, in Premier League history? No, no, no. Top five European leagues this season oh. that have reached 15 goals. Kane is the third one this year to have reached it. He did it in this game. Messi? Um, surprisingly not. He's not on that list. Um, I'm trying to think of like leading score. Mbappe? Nope. What? He's scoring at will over there. One of them typically is up there and very underrated, I think, year in and year out, but he just keeps doing Farmers it. Farmers League? No. No, top five European league. And then the other one is a young up and coming kid who's who just bangs goals in and is really fast. Oh, Erling Holland? Yeah, Erling Holland is has 17. This other guy has 16. Oh, an older guy. This is an older guy, but he's I mean he just keeps doing it every year. I don't know who Could is. have won the Balloon d'Or last year. Balloon d'Or. <laughs> yeah. Ballon d'Or. That's what he said. Um He could have won it last. Oh, yeah, Lewandowski. He yep, Lewandowski's the other one. Yeah, so, it's a shame he got kind of, kind of got robbed of it. I thought he did. I thought he had a great Wild. year. But yeah, Kane, impressive there. Tottenham, yeah. a little undone at the end, but Giata had a great game, minus the goal he gave up, which was shit. So here, as it game. stands right now, so, yeah. 
Um, where do you see this 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 race going? I know it's well, early. Let's, and I'll it's finish on Chelsea and then I'll let question. you know. Okay. Uh, if you think Chelsea's going to win it, no, no, no. I'm, I'm no. I'm just going to mention them real quickly here. Okay. Chelsea lost, like I said to Everton. Gilfie Sigurdsson, the goal, has scored more Premier League goals versus Chelsea than any other team. So when Gilfie sees Chelsea, he sees goals. And he scored two against them with each Swansea, Tottenham, and Everton. Um, again, though, they had so much possession, and they've just wasted it. You know, it's it's interesting to see how they're going through it. I, I honestly, if I were to rank them, based on your question, for me right now, uh, Liverpool's one. Mm-hmm. Um... I actually like Chelsea second right now, uh, and I think I think Man City's going to come up to third, and I have Tottenham fourth. Like a lot of people, I'm just waiting for the shoe to fall for Tottenham because I feel like it might. I feel like it will, and um, I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying though? Kind of is that like a I don't know weird thing to what. I just answering your question. You, you are not paying attention. No, Arine is on his phone. I I'm saying. First, I have Liverpool. Second, I have uh, what did I say? Chelsea. Third, yeah. City. Fourth, Tottenham. I think, I think eventually. I think you're overrating Chelsea a lot. Why Chelsea? Well, they could have done more if they get the finishing correct. They'll be fine. I think you they're like their good defense? teams. Uh, their defense is getting better throughout the season. Yeah. All right, Rough we'll goal see. they gave up. Now I want to go to a talk that you and Jeff Paris had. Jeff said, "Imagine getting you don't battered." Think Tottenham is better than Chelsea. At the current moment, no. At the current moment, they're definitely better than Chelsea. Eh. What are you on about? They son? played each other recently. I thought Chelsea should have won the game. Should have. But that's the difference between a, t- a good team and a bad team. Those games that you should have won, it's looking good. You I should know. win those. Well, well let's see Let's see what happens. Yeah. I, I just don't think Tottenham has Arsenal the horses. biased, mate. No, I just don't think, think Tottenham has the horses when they play a team like Crystal Palace, like they did, to say, here, have the ball. Let's see what we can do. Because Palace gives the ball back, and they're like, no, you have the ball. It was like the Spider-Man meme. They are pointing at each other. Um, Jeff says, imagine getting battered by Fulham. Imagine having the refs just make things up to help you the whole game. Imagine only being able to manage a tie. Fulham were robbed. Um, you told him, you're five points behind Liverpool, you pigeon. Relax. It's actually six. Right? You know that, right? Yeah. You wrote five. He said, game in hand, puto. And what did you tell him? Five minus three, which means six minus three is three, so they still can't reach it. At the time, it. I think it was five, though, dude. I don't know. It may have been. At the time, I think it was five. <sighs> no, because your guys' game was after theirs. Maybe you were looking at United. posted it. Yeah, no, I don't well, know. maybe. Well, I was looking... Oh, sorry, I looked at the real and Manchester then Nik- Nikhil told you to take. told you guys to take it easy, so I'm going to follow his suit there. No, do you have anything said, to say to told, Jeff? He told Jeff to take it easy. I don't know. Either way, do you have anything to tell Jeff before Because if you, you look, on? he was replying to Jeff Paris That's in the funny corner, not me. Do you have anything to tell Jeff before we move on? Well, no, it's facts. He knows it, too. He's just trying to be a troll and failing at it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> before we move on, I want to say this is the first time. You can't fix stupid. Oh, wow. Jeff, what do you have to say about that? Well, it's facts, dude. <laughs> what do you like, mean it's facts? He watches Liverpool more than any Liverpool fan I know. Like, the game won't even be over, and he'll be... Tweeting and tagging and chatting. It's like it's is this the, trolling getting to and it's to the no no no. It's to the point where I okay. I swear to God, I'm not saying this because I'm pressed or like anything, but I genuinely think he like has something with Liverpool. Like I think he like either secretly likes him or like maybe a little obsessed. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, but I just think it's kind of odd. Okay, no, I I think he Jeff is just has a. 
masters, I won't say PhD yet, in trolling. And, and it's getting, it gets to some people. No. I don't mind it because I actually know. Like, he does it to me, but I know my team stinks. So. No, but, like, every week, the moment something happens, like, there's a text, there's a tweet. Like, he's watching it, which is weird because I don't watch City's game. I've told you I don't like watching City. Mm. Well, maybe some people likes, enjoy maybe, watching. I, mean, I watch all watching the games. Liverpool. It's, I think it gets hey. it gets the group's chat going. Hey. It's banter. It's good. I mean, well, I like yeah. it. Why do, mm. I mean, what's no, I don't mind it. I just think – I genuinely think there's – it's not just trolling. I think oh. – I, I either think he likes Liverpool or he's just a, maybe a little too obsessed. Maybe he should pay more attention to his own team. Maybe there's a deeper lying meaning. Like he's not as interested in his team as he should be. Uh-huh. So he takes interest upon other teams. So you're calling Jeff a closet uh, – Liverpool fan. I think either that or he just doesn't like watching his own team and doesn't want to admit it. All right. Uh, Brian did tweet. Um, I want to know your answer, Jeff, by the way. Brian said, none of the top six teams won. It's funny that he mentioned this. I had already looked this up um, and only scored two goals between them. When was the last time none of the top six won? This isn't a trivia question. I don't know what the answer is. I think the intern needs to research this stat so it should be discussed on the pod. I will say this. Um, I didn't find the stat that was in regards to also Arsenal and Tottenham, but this is the first time since February 6th and 7th of 2016 that City, United, Chelsea, and Liverpool failed to win in the same weekend. So, what are your thoughts on that? Hmm? Mate. (laughs) This is the first time since February 6th, 7th, 2016. Arjen's in Dreamland right now. He's on his phone. Um, That City, United, Chelsea, and Liverpool failed to win in the same weekend. It's been four years since those four. I wasn't able to find it. Now, if you added Tottenham and Arsenal in that, I'm not sure how far that goes back, but probably not much longer, to be honest, because I don't think they were doing too much then. Um, let's go to the next match. Arsenal nil, Chelsea, or Chelsea. Burnley won. Pierre Aubameyang scored on the wrong goal, and uh, Granite Shaka got sent off for choking Ashley Westwood, um, WWE style. Mohamed Elneny actually <laughs> could have seen a red card, too before the free kick happened that they scored on in the box that he he got a big piece of uh someone's face. I don't I mean at this point it's all a blur. I don't give a shit. Um Arsenal's lost their last four Premier League home games. That's the worst since nineteen fifty nine. Uh they've ten goals in twelve games, which is the lowest since nineteen eighty one, eighty two, where they had eight goals. And I'm sitting here, I watch all these games and I told Caitlin this the other day, and it happened again today. You watch a game, an Arsenal game this season, and there's always a stat that this team hasn't come here and won a game since 1956 or some bullshit like that. And every stat from now on is going to be 2020 because every team is coming in there and beating this useless fucking team. They're shit. I'm tired of watching this garbage. Six, And then the biggest issue I have is six reds under Mikel Arteta, double any other team since he took over as manager. They have a disciplinary issue, mate. They have this, you know, and, and you mentioned a little bit with Ozil and with Ganduzi, but now we've seen in a couple weeks with Pepe, Headbutting someone, which was, I mean, granted, the guy made a lot out of it, the, the Leeds lad, Alosiki, or the Macedonian guy. And now you have a choke slam from Granite Shaka, who, if he plays another damn game, I said it once, and I don't know why I accepted him coming back to the team. If he plays another damn game for them, I'm, I, I, I don't know what I'll do. I can't watch another game with this guy playing for them. Well, uh, I guess I didn't really ask a question to you, but. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a mess. It's a mess, right? Do you have? Do you want to elaborate on any of that? Um, that's a tough situation. Um, I mean, why? What? Didn't Shaka follow the guy? Was no, the, his... so the guy had slid into him from behind, and Shaka got mad and got up and choked him, and then got a red card. Oh, so it was him that slid into Shaka? Yeah, 
Why and do you think it was the opposite way? That was just his reaction to it. So, like, I, I get it. You're, and that's the thing. A lot of Arsenal fans complain, and they're like, well, that guy slid into him, so that's what was his reaction was. But, again, you should have more discipline. You should know that you can't choke someone in a Premier League game. This isn't WWE. It's the Premier League, you know? Have oh. a word with the lad. You can't choke him, right? I mean, even if he tackled you from behind. It wasn't like he was going to break his leg. Let me put it like that. I mean, I don't think... I don't know. I don't like that choking rule, but I guess we'll get into it later. Yeah. Like, do I think it deserved a red card? No. Okay, right. Did it change that whole game? Like I said, like stupid things like that cause? Yes. Yeah, like, so you're saying kind of like the headbutt, which was a minor... Like, you're saying it's part of the game, like these little... Like, they'll get touchy, but... You... Like that, there's that, like... It was like more of a motion than he actual than him actually doing it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean it, that's true no because you see the still shots because he doesn't do it for more than two seconds. I think the traditional soccer fan would be like, "That's a red. There's no, you know, whatever in the game for this." Uh, but like, it's just fucking stupid. I think you know. I, but but I do think I don't know what it was since minute one of that game. Chaka was being reckless. Like, with his tackles, with, like, how he was acting. Mm-hmm. Like, even how he got up and got an Ashley Westwood, whatever the fuck his name is. That's the guy we choked, yeah. Yeah. It was just really, su- like, so that's one thing I'll say with the ref was it seemed like Chaka just saw red from minute one. I don't mm-hmm. know if he just had bad sex the night before or what it was he was pissed at. <laughs> but. Then he has a lot of bad sex, but, I'll say. But to be fair to him, he handled the red card pretty well as far as him just kind of walking out and not making a bigger scene out of it. He did kick I mean, as something. little as that matters. He kicked something when he Oh, I mean, that's, not, that's nothing, though. He didn't complain to the ref or, or anything, really. He just said one thing and then walked away. Yeah, he you wasn't know, very happy. He wasn't, like, yelling at a teammate or anyone else. He just said, all right, I'm going to walk off. But, but I, I just don't like that red card. I mean, maybe in today's game it's still warranted, but see, it's just things like that that change the whole game. And it's just like, realistically, no one was going to get hurt. It wasn't harmful. Right. And like, there are things worse than that that should get a record. I'm talking like maybe a legit punch, mm-hmm. a slide tackle from the back that's intentional. Like, there's so many things that are worse that sometimes I feel players get away with. And then something like this where, sure, you know... You shouldn't choke someone, but he wasn't actually choking him. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, the motion is different from the actual action. Sure. I don't know. But Unfortunately, those are the laws of the game, though. You should be more disciplined, right? I agree, and that's why I'm saying that's also his fault. But it just sucks because I feel like that game got severely, you know, skewed because of that. I'd rather just see an an 11-on-11. And if Burnley scores 11-on-11 and wins 1-0, then I'll say, yeah, should have won that game. But if it's something on that, you're just like, that's – like, for me – this, this is a really bad way of looking at the game, possibly. I'm just like, that's not the real outcome of the game. Yeah. Does that make sense? Well, no, I agree with you because if he hadn't done that, if you take that out and literally the one chance Burnley had, they scored, and they didn't even score it themselves. It's Aubameyang's head. I mean, the whole game was just Arsenal's attacking the whole time, and a few shots just got unlucky and hit the goalie somehow. Yeah. they See, the thing is, you look at the result. And their play, it's different things. They actually played better. I mean, granted, Burnley, they played better in this game than they do in other games, but it's still, it still wasn't good enough, you know, and, and I agree, the red card killed it. They need to have a little more discipline in that. That you may be able to put on Arteta, but at this point, if you're Arsenal, I guess we're only here for some solutions. At this point, you played a game Saturday, or sun, Sunday. You play again Wednesday. 
Okay. Is this the chance he has with how shit they like? I mean, it's bad. It's really bad for them. Is this his chance to just be like, you know what? And to tell some of his senior players, I'm resting you. And to throw out, because they have a game. I believe Everton is next Saturday. Not that Southampton's any easier, but this might be a chance to rest the, the more senior players and give a chance to the younger guys like Nketia, Nelson, Smithrow. Just not throw all of them at once, but throw a decent amount of them on, Maitland Niles. And, I mean, it can't hurt. See what happens, right? I mean, would you do that at this point? Would this be a point that you'd throw in some of those young guys and just say, I mean, the old guys are kind of shit in the bed right now. William stinks. Lacazette stinks. What would you do? I don't know. Um, that's tough. Because and Shaka's suspended. Party's well, injured. So you have to throw like a guy in the middle that's new-ish. So I don't know. You know? Do you think the discipline issues are something that you blame on Arteta? Um, it's getting. I mean, it's getting there a little bit. I, I, are when, you? Are you still Arteta in? It's getting dangerously close to being out. My my only... I don't see what warrants him to stay in. My only reservation is, uh, unless it's Pochettino or Allegri, who do you replace him with? So what if those guys say no? I don't think Pochettino would come because of the whole Tottenham thing. Right. Outside of Allegri, who would you bring in right now? Thierry Henry didn't do very good in his other teams he was managing. Isn't he still a manager in MLS? I think he... I'm not sure if he is now. He might or have Monaco, fired. maybe? No. I'm pretty sure he's out. No, he's a manager, dude. Montreal Impact? Is he still at Montreal, though? Or did he get fired? Either way, my point is, is there a guy right now, or do you wait until summer? I mean, Lucien Favre just got fired from Dortmund, but I don't think you're going to bring his ass in straight off getting fired at Dortmund. There's There's the toilet. We didn't make a name for your toilet. No. If anyone has a name, tweet us at the footy corner, too. Either way, I'm just oh, saying. Oh yeah, I guess he got canned by Montreal Impact in 2019. Yeah, yeah That's he did. Weird. Yeah, he's he's there. I mean, he's available. So I. How about th- Roy Keane? No, oh, he's actually God, still no. with the Mo- he's still with the Impact. Oh, sorry. he is. Okay, so well, I don't know. He's been there since 19. I, no, my point being is, look, I may, maybe you believed in him before, but I think at this point, I think a lot of this is where I stand. I think a lot of Arsenal fans that are still with him are kind of blinded by. They're convincing themselves that he has like he's better than he actually is. Like I don't, well, I, don't I don't see in what aspect he's better than. I him. don't think there. It's it's blind. It's just a matter of right now if we do it. Who what? I mean you. I mean if it gets to the point where they don't get any points out of the next two. I heard it's it's down these three matches. He lost the first one. They don't get any points out of the next two. I think then he's definitely. It's going to be at a point where it's can't do anything about it. Um, but, yeah, I think the disciplinary stuff, that's really my biggest issue with him. It's not really, like, the, the play. It's, like, they've played so many games shorthanded now because he can't control his players to an extent. Like you were saying, I'll give you credit for that two weeks ago. How, I mean, Granite Shaka's out three games. Pepe came straight in after his headbutt incident. I think he's going to be playing this week because he'll be back. Um, but do you think Shaka plays another game for Arsenal? Uh, I don't know. Probably does. I mean... See, don't take this the wrong way, but Arsenal are very spineless in the way where it's just like if that happens, they're just going to keep them on. Like I don't think they're going to really implement anything strong. For some reason, the one player they want, they try making a, a statement for is I think the best playmaker in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, Who might start his own academy at DC United. So that's what I'm hearing. I don't All think right. so. I think he's 
going somewhere else. But okay, so it also sucks that Utsal's not going to another like big team. Well, I feel like he still has some in the tank. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens on that end. We'll see what happens with Arsenal. But for my, the my sake of my being, life, my point being, they need to win. I mean, you heard you heard what I said about Arteta two weeks ago. What's yep. changed since then? More no. losses. Yeah, we'll, come on. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll delve more into that as it goes on. So the other matches, Leeds one, West Ham two. Uh, Klich with the penalty goal for Leeds, or Klich, and then Suchek yeah. and Ogbana scoring for West Ham. So West, West Ham have it. 20 points in 12 games, and they've only done it sooner once. And that was in 15-16 where they had 20 and 10 games, so so good on them. We'll, co- we'll come back to some of these. I just want to announce the scores and we can make our comments. Wolves 0, Aston Villa 1, El Ghazi with a late penalty, which you have something to say about. Um, Southampton 3, Sheffield nil. Adams, Armstrong, and Redmond the goals. Uh... And what is what? Oh, yeah, Sheffield. I had to know about Sheffield, which I'll talk about later. Leicester three, Brighton nil, Madison a brace, Vardy a goal. Vardy had a party because he had two assists as well. And Newcastle two, West Brom one, Almiron scoring in 20 seconds. Dwight Gill, the other goal for Newcastle, and Furlong getting a consolation for West Brom. Uh, anything you wanted to mention? You said West Ham. What were yeah. you going to say about West Ham? Um, West Ham. No, I'm saying that I think a lot of people underrate them. Yeah, they're freaking good, dude. I think Suchek was a really good signing for them. Yeah, ever since they got him, they've much, been good. He doesn't get much praise. I mm-hmm. feel like um, I don't know, man. They're a team to watch out for. They're that mid-tier team that can. They're kind of like Wolves were in the past. Wolves have kind of died though. Yeah, which we can. Th- yeah, um, they have. There's Suchek scoring the goals from a defensive midfield position too, like alongside Declan Rice. Yeah, that's impressive. Ogbana scoring goals. So you're impressed with West Ham. Are there any other teams on that list you're impressed with? Southampton? Southampton still, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to say something. I'm hoping they lose this week, but they've been good. Yeah, so I think those are all things to look out for. Also, our boyfriend of the pod, uh, Cristiano Algazi. Yes, that was the thing you wanted to mention about him. Scoring the pen for so, uh, Villa. So what's been going on with Algazi that you wanted Like You, you well, brought up got, a good fact with me. He got forced out of Twitter, apparently, or bullied for a little mm-hmm. bit. And he got the pen today. Or a couple days ago. And Tyrone Mings, out of nowhere, goes, I hope everyone that was vocal on, like, getting him off of social media is as vocal, you know, praising him for the for the win that they got. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he's he's had a spell where he's sitting on the bench. Hopefully he finds his, his, foot, his footing because I think he's a good player. Yeah, no, I agree. Actually, we need to, speaking of Villa, we need to have Milan on again. I talked to him this week. He actually is not impressed with Tyrone Mings' defending in general um, and said that Villa is suffering a lot because of the Ross Barkley injury and that if they could somehow find a way to buy him, he's saying around $25 million because he made a good point. What's Chelsea going to do with him? They have all those midfielders and just offer them $25 million and see if they'll take it. I think that'd be a good deal for both teams. But, yeah, we'll see how they do. Sheffield was the team I wanted to say something about. Are they dead? Are they dead in your eyes? One point. Yeah, they're dead. I mean, I um, – they're dude, they're bad. They have one – mate. I th- live bet them against – I bet I live bet Southampton. And you Inter, were up at that time? And Inter Milan, yeah. There was a 6 a.m. game. Yeah, yeah, I live bet them and Inter Milan, and they both pulled away. Although Inter Milan scared me because they gave up a late goal. Yeah. Or not a late goal. I think it was like a late first half goal and came back. But I, you could tell if you watch the Southampton Sheffield game, Sheffield had no. They don't. They have no business being in the Premier League, dude. Yeah, Sheffield five goals scored twenty one against so, one point. So here's what I'm saying with with Sheffield. Is it like, do you think 
it was just they were going off of hype and like the fans last year because their team hasn't really changed, has it? Well, that could be it. They got adapted to it, and, and they don't know how to fix it now. Yeah, they, they like, but like you said, they don't have Premier League players. They did it last year with championship players because they had a different scheme. Now that the scheme's solved, and they still don't have any Premier League players, you have Phil Jagielka playing defense. The guy is ancient. Yeah. The guy is old as hell, man. That's true. I mean, it's just like, it's just weird to me that they were a team that people were like, my God, like they could potentially get a European spot. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as all of this, the fans go away, they really dipped. And it, I mean, they're dipping even worse now. Yeah. It might be this the fans. Season, You're right. It might be the fans. I don't know what it is, but they need to do something. Like, do they even have a chance at staying up at this point? I don't think so. They have one point, lad. One point out of 12 matches. Who's, They're only who's ahead of them and by how many points? West Brom by five, then Fulham by seven, and now Burnley by uh, eight. So they're Burnley still won. in it. So Arsenal's only 12 points ahead of them. I think at this point, if you're the owner of Sheffield, who's their coach? Wilder? Chris Wilder. Look, as much as he did last year, you got to look at him and be like, look, there's – and you got to be right up front with him. Like, there's this much money on the line for us to stay up. And if you can't get the job done, Yeah. If you can't get the job done, then we got to do something soon. Like, and I'm talking before the 20 match mark. Yeah. Well, I give him eight games and let him know so that he maybe does something to push his players because they need to wake up before it's too late. Yeah. Sheffield hasn't won a competitive match since July 11th against Chelsea. Uh, they are only the fourth team that has no more than one point after their first 12 games. Do you know the other three? I, I mean, I'll just tell them you they won't know. Manchester United in 1930-31 only had one out of 12. I mean, a team called New Brighton had in 1931-32. Yeah, and then Newport County in 1970 Oh wow, that's a FIFA team that you started career mode with. So that's pretty bananas. Yeah. I think that's it's really all we can say. Leicester with a, a big win, looking decent again. They're in that little. They do those little. They're like a sine wave. They're up and down. Now they're up. So well, I think this go. is Sheffield's. Like, do you agree with me though, or am I being too harsh on? No, they're done. There? Sheffield's out, mate. Well, they're not out yet. They're out. But I'm saying they have to do something soon, and they have to get the message to Wilder. And I hate to, like as good as a guy as he might be, and as much as people might have fallen in love with him last year, you gotta say like, dude. There's so much money on the line, and not to mention, if we get sent down, like nothing's promised of us getting sent up anytime soon. Like, no one can fix that team. They stink. They stink. Well, look, mate. if they were able to perform a certain way last year, there's got to be something to at least get some of that back. Because They're, they could no. still do it. No. They're done. Well, how <laughs> they many? They can't do shit. How far are they away from 17? Uh, eight points. That's not bad. Bro, they've got it. They they're on pace That's, for three right I now. I know, but I'm saying seven points is not bad. If you're seven points away from a, a Champions League spot, are you still kind of hyped? Uh, depends who you are. Like for instance, to give you an idea, Arsenal's only well ten points away from a Champions League spot. I have no hope for them to make that. So and they're better than Burnley, so or Sheffield. So why should I have hope about Sheffield? Well, this is bigger than just a, like this is big for the club. I agree. I'm not saying up. it's not. I'm just saying it's. Well, I mean, I, I you think Wilder gets canned before the season ends if this shit stays. If this shit stays, yes, absolutely. If they still have one point at the turn of the new year, mate, I think he's gone. Finish the season with three points? Could you imagine? No, it's not happening. He's not. That's he's not going to last. Wild, dude. Also, want to announce Joe Clinton is still back. He yeah. had an assist. He had an I assist, know. and I, I told people to pick him up in the fantasy corner. You missed it. You weren't here for that. Um, 
All right, shall we go to the score? Let's go to the scores. We talked quite a quite a decent amount. I was like, this is going to be abbreviated. Eh. Oh, well, it was good talks. Um, next week, we'll try – or next week. We're going to have another recording this week, so we'll try to keep that one shortened. We have no Mount Rushmore this week. Sorry to disappoint. But we'll have no nonce on Friday, but we will have a Mount Rushmore then. So get your stuff ready. Let's do our scores. So here's the wildest thing, right? Um, tell people what you did for your scores. I'm just, I just want you to tell the people because – Oh, for the last I was, week? Yeah, I was disenchanted by this um, a little bit. I picked every home team to win 2-1 to one in their leading score. Okay. So you did that. Um, you finished second this week. By doing that and everyone picking it because this week was so bananas in the results. <laughs> uh, Nikhil asks, do I get a point for Abba scoring albeit in the wrong goal? Yes. Everyone that picked Aubameyang to score wait, did get a point. Wait, if you get an own goal, you get a point? Yeah. Well, me. It's a, it, they are a goal scorer. Right, but in fan, if, if you're playing fantasy soccer... Yeah, they get negative it, points. <laughs> but this is re, this is a okay, this is our version. Yeah. Okay, okay. Own goal counts. I've given it before. Wait, what's up with these spikes in the recording? It's okay. It's bananas. So... Trust me, that's happened before. It evens out, huh? Beautiful stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, this week, Dekeel led the way with 13. That's how few points we had going on this week. 13. Arian had 11. Jeff had 10. Steve and Brian had 9. And I had 8. 8 lousy points. Where does that put us? It's tight. This is airtight now. Hey, my in, friend's on ESPN. There you go. That's Fumo. In, in first place is Brian with 14.08. And second place, tied, are you and Nikhil. You guys have passed me at 13.64. Let's keep this train rolling. I'm in fourth at 13.5 after Here's a horrendous week. Here's my message week. to the people. Hold on, I'm finishing this. <laughs> Come on, mate. You talked about your friend on TV and now this. Bro, Hold on. Well, a quick second, mate. Hold on. Troy. I went to okay, Steve, bogus, Steve's in fifth, 13.09, and Jeff's in sixth at 11.67. Canadian Caboose has a little work to do. Everyone yeah. else had a good week. You still haven't. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, message to the people. So in the Footy Corner DMs group chat, I I made the mark. I said, guys, home team leading. I said what I said. Okay. And I got shit. I said, you're lazy. You're a lazy millennial. These are words that I was I was called people. And don't let anyone tell you differently. I mean, I got called a lazy it's not wrong. Oh. It's not wrong. That's my phone. I asked you why. Wait, tell me what you told I me my phone died when I asked you. That impact was wild. When I asked you why well, you didn't do it, tell me what you said. Well, let me What'd have my moment, mate. Okay, have your moment and then tell people okay. what you said. I got called a lazy millennial. I got, I got called um, Jeff Paris, slew of things. Fact of the matter is people doubted me. Now, here's my message. No matter how outrageous uh, of a thing you do or say, if it's, it's, if it's what you feel, go with it. Because guess what? I got second place this week. But, but do you argue that you were being lazy? Or would you argue against that? When I, I asked you why you what, didn't do it, what would you say? What did I say? I don't remember. It takes too much time. That's what you said. Well, because I firmly believe I would be spending more time doing that and getting a lesser score, which would have been true. That would be the case on a normal week. I think this week was a wild week. Liverpool drew Fulham, mate. I mean, you got a no one got a point out of it. You got a point because Bobby De Cordova Reed scored, and he was the leading goal scorer of Fulham. All I'm saying is... Because you said home team and leading scorer of the home team. So you got a your point for Bobby De Cordova-Reed. Your, your intuition is always right. That's my fact. Fact of the matter Now, I'm not going to do that this week. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, hey, whatever gets the job done, do it. And okay. I did it. 
Who finished first? Who finished first? Uh, Nikhil. Nikhil. Yeah. Shout out Nikhil. He's on a hot streak. Also, right Nikhil's was canceled for like two hours in my mind Why? after he picked Brian <laughs> over me. So and Brian over here promoting himself to all of his minions. It's wild, <laughs> but it's all right. I will say Brian was shamelessly promoting again this past week when I go over this week's Mount Rushmore results uh, about Christmas movies. So we'll get on that in a second. Uh, very, very shamelessly in a in a Zoom that we were all in, both him and Caitlin were doing it. And I sit there like, you know what? Y'all should vote for me because I don't promote myself. So I promoted myself by doing that. Okay. Uh, let's do our picks. Let's see how if this week can go better because the scores were really low. And it's been wild. And I think this week it might get wilder. Because it's midweek Shout matches. out Chris Wilder. Shout out Chris Wilder. All right. Dude, what was the guy's name? There's a movie character named Wilder, and I always think of him. Van Wilder? Van Wilder. Yeah. That's yeah. bananas. We should start calling him Van Wilder instead of Chris. <laughs> All right. Van Wilder it is until he gets fired. Um, you don't think about that? You always just call him bit. Chris? Yeah, I call him Chris. I mean, I call him, I don't know. I don't really call him any. I don't talk about him that Before much. Before I forget, by the way, shout out Bears. Yeah. Big W. There we go. They're back. All right. Wolves, Chelsea. That starts immediately Tuesday, 12. So get your picks in. Tomorrow. Yeah. It starts tomorrow. So I'm going to tell people, get your picks in before the matches. Um, and this is where Wolves surprise you and, and you realize that your prediction on Chelsea being second. So we'll see because I got Wolves 1, Chelsea. I'm a little low on Wolves these days. Wolves 1, Chelsea 2. And I think Tammy Abraham is going to score because he didn't play much weekend. So he'll come back midweek and score. Uh, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. And I'm going to go Potence on Wolves. I like Potence, so, so there you go. Uh, City hosting West Brom. That's the later game tomorrow. I got. I mean, City beats up on lesser teams. Mm-hmm. So I got City 4, West Brom nil. And I looked at their lineup last game, and I tried to see who didn't really play that much. I think Phil Foden is going to come in and score in this game. Is Aguero starting again? I don't, because every time I say he will, he doesn't. But they keep saying he's ready, so I don't know. Okay, he so hasn't played, though. He has not played, so I wouldn't, I don't know, up to you. I'm going to go with Sterling as the goal scorer, and I think 2 nothing. I don't think it'll be as bad because, A, I don't think City's as good as they traditionally are. Mm-hmm. And I think Slavin Bilic, with his experience, will know not to get ass-raped by, oh, I can't say that, can I? <laughs> you just did, mate. It's fine. Uh, you won't get, um, you could, I mean, won't get beat up. We're explicit. Okay. <laughs> Arsenal, Southampton. Uh, it's the first game on Wednesday. I got Arsenal 1, Southampton 2, Danny Ings. Arsenal. I've just completely lost any faith in him. Oh, no, because Southampton's oh, kind of firing. I think um, that's tough, bro. I'm going to go with 1. I'll go with 2-2. Two, two. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. That'd require no. Arsenal to score a lot no. of goals. Southampton 2, Arsenal 1. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'll go Danny Ings because he's one of the best strikers in the league and people don't talk mm-hmm. about it enough. Because so he's same coming up as an me. injury. Yeah, he's back. Uh, he works so well with Che. Che Adams, by the way, absolute, like, buff man. Have you seen this lad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't expect him to be a big guy, but he is. <laughs> what do you when mean? When you see Che... From his guy, name? So when you see a guy From named his Che... Name? When you see a guy named Che, do you think of a buff guy? Honestly. It's possible. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> I've never thought of how buff people you, look based okay, on their names. Okay, someone comes up to you and they're like, $2,000 to name your firstborn Che. C-H-E. Well, do you I'm do not that? saying, okay, there's a difference between liking a name and thinking someone's buff by well, having the name. <laughs> I'm not going to no, be here no, like, no, that guy's is, is, ripped. I'm diverting this a little, but I'm curious. $2,000. No, I would not name my child Che for $2,000. No, $2 million. Oh, well, that's a different talk. Possibly, yeah. yeah, quite possibly, yeah. $2 million, <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, $2 mil, bro. Yeah, $2 million. But he can't change it. That's fine. Okay. That's no, that's fine. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You wouldn't. 
No, I, I definitely would for two million dollars. Two million, dude. mate. That's that's not. And I, th- I don't think my wife would mind it either. Yeah, yeah. They, you tell them two million. Yeah. All right. Uh, on other things, you didn't pick him as your goal scorer, though. No, because he hasn't impressed me as much as he used to, and right. Danny Ings has. All right, Lester uh, hosts Everton. I got Lester two Everton one Jamie Vardy. Why are you? You're low on Everton, and I think they're gonna boom back up. I'm gonna go Everton two Lester one mm-hmm. and Richie. Okay. Uh, Leeds hosting Newcastle. I've got Leeds one, Newcastle one, and our boy Joe Clinton. I think he's going to score. I like the 1-1, one, one, but I don't like Joe Clinton. <laughs> More um, to come on Joe Clinton, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I think he needs to chill out a little bit, and he'll do that. I like Patrick Bamford to score in this okay. one. Okay. Yeah, I just, I'm on a Joe Clinton roll right now. Which, More okay, to come. Kinda, I know I keep going sad, but shout out Patrick Bamford. Someone whose club bought a striker that... The world knows about mm-hmm. in Rodrigo, and he's kept him off the pitch. Yeah, Patrick Bamford needs a shout out for <clears throat> for fucking taking the bull by the well, horns. Actually, he's moved Rodrigo out wide. Rodrigo's been playing wide. Now, yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. Everyone thought it was they were going to keep the same formation, just put Rodrigo in for Bamford because mm-hmm. obviously you know he didn't have the best of best seasons last. But I mean, that's all I'm going to say. All right, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what. He can Shout out there. Patrick Bamford. I will give him that. Fulham hosting Brighton. He scored against Chelsea and he uses a Chelsea Academy pro. Yeah. That's mate, wild. we talked about it in the last pod. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Did you listen? Not haven't gotten to that part yet, mate. <laughs> it's been a wild week for me, mate. <laughs> Fulham one, Brighton one is what I have between those two teams. And I have Cordova Reed scoring again for Fulham. <laughs> no, I think don't get me wrong, Brighton's missing a lot of people, but I think Brighton only wins one nothing. Okay. I and, think Fulham's been playing real well. And Neil Mape hasn't been starting, which is concerning for me. So I'll go with their fucking striker. Because he's hurt. Who's their, yeah, who's their striker? Brighton? They have a thousand of them. I don't know. main guy. <laughs> you got to pick I'm not picking I don't even know someone on Brighton anymore that's healthy. Well, you look it up while we pick the next games then. Uh, that's healthy though. <laughs> Just look at their last line. Fulham is still ass. I don't know what Liverpool is doing, bro. They it's- beat Leicester through two games ago, Fulham did. They lost to City and then drew Liverpool, and they actually played well. They didn't beat and Leicester. Cor- did they, they did. Fulham beat. They beat them on that Monday night game. That was bananas. Oh, mate, Mape just played last game. Okay, so are you picking him? I'm gonna go with Mape and the person that's been starting for Brighton's well back. Oh yeah, I don't know. I yeah, picked him in the totally footy corner forgot, in the totally game and the about it. fantasy corner. All right, Liverpool Tottenham. I think Tottenham gets exposed. I think they've gotten away with giving mm-hmm. teams very good chances. Is Liverpool's form concerning to you though? No, no. Nope. no. This is the type of game I think Tottenham's going to get dicked in. I got 3-1. Mohamed Salah with the goal. I'll be happy with a draw. Okay. Um, Mourinho knows how to play Liverpool. I'm going to go 2-2. I'll go Salah. Safe Okay. West Ham hosting Palace. This is my upset of the week. West Ham 1, Palace 2, Wilfred Zaha. I like how he's playing West with Eberreche. I like how he's playing with Eberreche Eze, and I like You're how bananas, Crystal mate. Palace has played real well. You and these little bananas when names Zaha Eberreche Eze. What he's is good. this, Eberreche Eze. This Have lad. you watched him? This lad. He's good. This lad bringing up Eberreche Eze. <laughs> May Okay, how about Eberice. this? Let's make a deal. Eberreche Eze. If Eberreche Eze no, scores a goal. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's Eberike Israel, whatever his name is. If he scores a goal. You've got his name backwards. No, no, no. If he scores a goal, I'll buy us Portellos. Okay. Well, I didn't pick him to score, though. Where does he play Zaha, on the pitch? Zaha. He plays on the wing. All right. If he He's scores the I'll next buy, Zaha. When they, they sell Zaha, it's him. But here's the only condition you have to try a burger. I'm going to buy a burger because I don't think you've had a Portillo's burger. No, yet. man. Ahead, what do you mate. mean? I got to get my Italian beef. No, double cheeseburger from. You'll be surprised. Do I still get the cheese fries? And if our guest from last week is listening right now, he could vouch for it, I'm sure. Or okay. that, our guest. Okay. Hopefully, yeah. Right. Um, do I get the cheese fries still? Of course. So if Eberiche Eze scores this week, <laughs> yes. I get Portillo's. Yeah, furry. Good. Okay. Um, but Let's do I'm, it. I'm going to go uh, West Ham 2, Crystal Palace nil. Mm-hmm. And um, who's that cereal guy? He says, his name sounds like a cereal for West Ham. What's his name? Fornals, Bowen. Fornals. Oh, you like? He sounds like a cereal. Yeah, What's cereal? Fornals. Okay. Like a... <laughs> Has he been scoring? Go back to when Wolf Zaha was your was your picture on Twitter for a week because you lost the bet. No, and then I tell you, I posted yeah. something. It was on Instagram, and I posted a story, just totally unaware of it. And some girl was like, "Your picture scared me." <laughs> I was like, well, "I can't." It's part of a bet. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Um, all right, Villa Burnley. I think Villa's gonna clock Burnley three 0 I got Ollie Watkins. Oh, wow. Yeah, I agree. Burnley's... Well, yeah, Burnley shouldn't have Burnley won. shit. Um, they stink. I'll go 2 nothing, and okay. I'll Ollie. Okay, I almost picked Grealish. I scratched out pick Ollie Watkins. Well, yeah. yeah. Just because he's a striker. I don't... Yeah. You never know. It's a safe bet. But regardless... If Barkley played, I'd put Grealish. Regardless, I think... Um, Burnley, I, I could. Be, I think I, I rode them off last season when I finally got to kind of see them, especially last week. I genuinely think Arsenal. This is someone that's been bashing on Arteta and shit. I genuinely think Arsenal got super cucked last weekend, and Burnley did not deserve no half a no. point. So. I agree. <laughs> they had one attack and one goal. And and kind of going back, did you see the interview with Arteta after the game? Yeah. Yeah, and Arteta said himself, he said, I think from the beginning of the, of the game to the end, even after the red card, we were the better team. So. He was right. And he, he was, was right. right. He, he was, right. was right there, yeah. He was right. Uh, so, yeah, Burnley's pretty bad. Uh, the, the United of Sheffield against United of Manchester. Um, this is the last game on Thursday. The United. So this is why we ta- are going to take and you know Friday. What? So, guys, mind you, please listen, because Saturday's the next set of games. So we only got one day between these sets of games. So we'll record Friday because this game's Thursday. Unless we do like late Thursday night, which we might be able to do. See how tired we are. Oh, that's the that's the um, gingerbread night. Yeah. So afterwards, when the lady sleeps, we could also record. It's up to us, though. So we'll see. I have an early meeting, though. So on Friday, I might. Yeah. So we'll see if. Did uh, did VJ did he yeah, keep your deadline? Yeah, we moved it to Friday. That's all. Right, good lad. So uh, so we'll figure it out then. Sheffield. I got nil, Man United two, and I think Bruno will get a pen. Two nil? Yeah. At Sheffield, Manchester. Yeah, I'm going to go three nil. Okay. And <laughs> that's a bold call on the penalty because at some point he's not going to get one. So <laughs> Might as well write it, though. I don't I'll, know who else will score. I'll go Rashford. Okay. I almost picked that one, too. All right. Uh, the draft table that we did, I'll just do a quick overview. You have 76 points. You're in first with a plus 16 goal difference. Brian and I are tied in second now, 72 points. We're four points behind you, but he's ahead of me on plus 18. I have a zero goal difference. Steve is then 11 points behind us at 61 with a minus five goal difference. And then Jeff, 46 points, 30 points off the leader at minus 29. Jeff is really getting hamstrung by Sheffield United and Fulham. I mean, I think it's, I, I think he's screwed. I think you're done in, in the draft league. What do you think about Jeff's chances there? Yeah. And I think Brian... I know he's fallen to second, 
But all things considered, considering his first pick, Arsenal, are in 15th place, he's getting a lot out of Villa and Tottenham, I think is one that we have to look out for. I mean, you're getting a lot from Chelsea and Everton, uh, and I think Leeds was a good pick And you know what, fuck it, I'm going to say it. We've, on this podcast, we've talked... Well, throughout the episodes and whatnot, we've talked about every team to an extent, but we haven't had a we haven't talked a lot about one team. I feel like, and I'm excited to have Barstool Sam potentially on here. Okay, <laughs> you've told the people. I don't give a fuck because I just want, and I'm fucking happy it's him. But I've wanted a Tottenham fan to get on this, this would fu- be a possible fucking guess. podcast. We did have Nick. Nick's a Tottenham fan. <laughs> Nick, Nick, well, last year we had to redo the interview because we got cut off. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But outside of him, no one's I want, I want a Spurs guy that's really fucking into it mm-hmm. in here. And I want to hear it. I want to fucking hear the situation, how they felt this whole time. Because you're a club that I just can't get the, you hate this word, the vibe around the fucking club. Okay. I well. just can't get it. Yeah. Like, like I don't know how they're feeling. Well, that in that episode, we'll definitely, if you want to get the vibe on them, we'll have to talk a lot less about everyone else. It's gonna, I'm so. going to grill them like a job interview, which I'm going to be soon. I'm going to be getting grilled on job interviews, too. So if you got tips for me on job interviews, I'll right. your boy at, at the Real AZ on Twitter. There you go. Oh, by the way, i got to change my name because I don't like that name. Not at the footy corner? Well, I mean, you're giving me advice, but, not but, you. So when you say it's the Real AZ, Mate, it's actually R-E-A-I. I know. Well, I want to change that name because, A, it's cocky because there are two AZs. And you were the first AZ, so that's a bit of a wild name. So I need a new app. So I'm going to change that bitch soon. All right. So with that said, let's go to the comments. I also made a Packer fan block me the other day. Great. Stuff. Not Steve. No, not we Steve. We want to be no. clear. It's not Steve. Yeah. No, no, no. You guys had good banter. It was uh, was with someone else. That no, I can never off. block Steve. No. All right. What are your thoughts? Speaking of which, there was talks last week, and, and um, they Steve and Brian brought up a lot about foot. Now, before we talk about foot... Um, what are your thoughts on Steve looking like Diego Yota? Do you agree? Steve says outside he doesn't like the because he, he thinks Yota has bad teeth. But you know that always gets fixed when a guy goes to Liverpool. So um, yeah. what are your thoughts? Does he in some aspects or in some portion do they in look some like some aspects? Yeah. Um, Steve looks more like a man. Mm-hmm. Does that sound weird? No. This is no uh, no. I'm a straight male, and I you know I think Steve is more attractive than than Yota. Diego Yota. Yes. And that's why he's having a child. <laughs> I mean, that's why he's having sex. Can you explain a, a foot FUT to him? I, uh, Brian did. Brian talked about how it's like opening baseball cards, and then okay, um, yeah, you know, um, you basically get those guys on so their ultimate team. I'll, I'll so can you explain also? Brief it quickly in ten seconds. Um, so what, what ultimate team is is it's like FIFA. In in FIFA, you have an ultimate team, and the more you play games with your team, mm-hmm. um, you get coins, right? Um, and you could spend those coins on players and buy them, like, uh, and build a team around around those players. Or you could open packs, which gives you multiple players, but a lot of them are shit and whatnot. So that's that's what Ultimate Team is, and it's okay. it's a big thing in FIFA. It's fun. I recommend it, but you can get hooked on it, and you will throw your controller around if you lose it. You can also buy a card you want on eBay. Is that true? That's what Brian says. Yeah, but that's for. I mean, I don't believe in buying your way there. I, okay. I like playing. Yeah. Yeah, because Steve said every time I try to play a game, they tell me that I can't use certain players. I don't get it. And then Brian said it's like opening baseball cards, um, and you get the players you get. So that's the packs thing that you. Yeah, I have so. actually a good video to share, which is accurate of me and my friends when we played FIFA. It's uh-huh. like they open up a pack, and it's like a bunch of like it's like four like high schoolers. They open up a card pack and they get Mbappe, mm-hmm. and they lose their shit. 
So that's, I mean, it's cool to see. But yeah, it is like baseball cards, but baseball cards actually surprisingly have good value nowadays. You'd be surprised yeah. if you have the right card. Yeah, Devin's into it. Uh, shout out Devin. Yeah. Uh, even, although I don't think he listens anymore. Um, uh, Brian mentioned Ted Lasso last episode. Have you seen Ted Lasso yet? No, I wanted to. Um, All right, so that's something to put well, on our list. Because it's only on Apple TV. I don't so, have Apple TV. We have to, I think we have to subscribe for one week and then cancel it. So you get one week for free. Um, he said, I'm looking forward to the three episodes from now when they talk, when myself, Caitlin, I'm sure you will watch Ted Lasso, and then we come on the pod and tell how awesome it is. So there's that. Um, what are your thoughts, I want to know, on the performance of our intern? Uh, because there was a bit of a back and forth yeah. where Brian said, here are picks and bets I made on the pod since the lazy-ass intern wasn't writing them down. Honestly, the guy needs to be fired. Steve then says, didn't you say that the intern was doing well while on the pod? Needed a promotion to needing to be fired in no time. Yeah. Where Brian says he got blacked out. What are your thoughts on the Our intern's intern performance? Our intern is a part-time cook at Jim's, Jim's Hot Dogs, uh-huh. so he's his mind's kind of all over the place, so yeah. we spare him a bit. Yeah. He's a younger guy, you know. Right. And I think the intern's done pretty well for the most part. There's some weeks that, like... Yeah, we don't really get too many tweets. I'll check our account and be like, I wonder what the intern's been doing. But I think this week the intern stepped up with that. Uh, with the, we'll talk about it later about the Benteke jumping off and, and doing yeah. that. Why are you? Why are you running? Yeah. Why are you running? If you guys haven't seen that clip in real life, I would suggest doing that. Um, so anyway, there's that. Uh, all right. Now here are a couple things I want to bring up. Not necessarily in the comments, but just some clippings I found while looking on Twitter recently. COVID tier three. It, it, COVID, sorry, COVID. COVID. <laughs> Dude, when you said that, I was ready for most bananas news ever. I don't know what that even sorry, means. COVID is on tier three. I forgot to say on in, in England, which means now that the fans COVID can't go to matches. Did you know that? So as of this morning. So fans can't go back. In London, they, the fans are now not allowed to go to matches. You this just what? came down, um, I think, uh, this morning. Was, it was this morning. I was listening to TalkSport, and they were mentioning about potentially that. But then they said the, the rules in Merseyside in some areas like will allow it. So I think Correct. Liverpool will still be having fans. But you like, will. Yeah, like London won't. Actually, I think I think uh, Birmingham, Villa, and West Brom will still have fans as well. I don't, I don't think they're on as strict of a lockdown. But Now it says, actually, so this just came in today. Let me yeah. just read the news. Um, decision will come into full effect on Wednesday, which means Arsenal, Chelsea, Palace, Fulham, Tottenham, West Ham will revert to playing behind closed doors. So that's all London teams that are in Tier 3. Uh, and it won't open again till January. It also says Birmingham, Leeds, Leicester, Manchester, and Newcastle are all under the highest restrictions as well. Birmingham, Leeds. Oh. So this means only four Premier League clubs will have fans in their ground. Liverpool, Everton, Brighton, and Southampton until the next tier review takes place on December 23rd. Huh. So, yeah, only four teams get home home. You fans, know, it's really funny fans. because, you know, Liverpool is a very, um, the area is mm-hmm. a very, uh, I, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say what, I, I don't know, it's weird. But, yeah, I mean, that's, hey, you know what, I'm happy with the fans, whatever. You guys it. get them, Everton gets them, Brighton and Southampton. So you guys and the South Coast. North and South, yeah. <laughs> there you go, that's pretty wild. Um, but Newcastle hasn't banned, that's interesting. Yeah, Newcastle's even more north than Liverpool. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it, what goes behind it. Um, shout out Mike Dean, all of our favorite official. Yeah, who's been officiating the Premier League since two thousand. This week he gave out nine cards uh, in a match that was people were kind of pissed off about in Villa Wolves, which is a t- hotly contested match. Yeah, but by doing that, he's now reached three thousand career yellow cards. So congratulations, Mike Dean. Yeah. Uh, 
Villa defender Matty Cash was the recipient of the historical caution <laughs> given by Mike Dean. Yeah. So any any words for Mike Dean um, before we move on real hate quick? Hate him or love him, he's a legend <laughs> in the game. Similar to he hasn't been talked enough about, you know, legendary refs. If you're if you're old enough, you remember Howard Webb. Yeah. Yes, Howard Webb was a oh, Howard, Howard was Webb. a fucking legend. Let's say, let's do a poll. I want to do a poll this well, week. Who is everyone's favorite Premier League ref? Should I say to hate or just overall favorite? What do we want to do this week? Let's do favorite. Favorite? Who's that guy that goes like this when they like he celebrates with the team when oh, they score? Oh, I have to look that one up. But I was thinking right <laughs> off the top of my head, I'm thinking Howard Webb. Yes, yes. Uh, Dean, Mike Dean, Mike Dean, Mike Dean, Michael Oliver is is definitely like a. It was Oliver. That's what I'm that talking what about. Oliver, yeah. <laughs> and there, we'll find another one. We'll do a poll. I'm very interested to see what the people think, and we'll celebrate Howard, the best. You know, do we do? Is it best ref or like? Favorite. Person you like to hate Let's or just say favorite? Okay, because but Howard lot, Webb has is he was like he's like my childhood ref. But a lot of sense. people legit hate these guys. So should we say like we'll a say, lot of Liverpool fans don't like Howard Webb? Yeah, right. But I do. Oh, should we put David Coot up there? <laughs> no, that kid's a fucking dickhead. Oh, we'll find a fourth one. Mariner, um, Andre Mariner. Oh yes. Yeah, Andre Mariner for reasons. Didn't that he get sent down to the championship? But he's back up. Yeah. I love how the refs have their own little Premier League and championship. It's quite too. bananas. It's quite bananas. <laughs> it's wild. Um, Everton. I don't know if you heard about this. Has has recorded record losses due to the coronavirus pandemic. Now here's the catch, though, because they have a good owner. Um, so again, they generated a record of sixty four million from sponsorship, advertising, merchandise. But COVID nineteen meant that they've lost sixty seven point three million. Okay, and the majority shareholder, Farhad Moshiri, has increased his investment in the club. He's going to inject his own money of 250 million pounds into the club so they can recover. Do more clubs need owners like this? Yeah, I think he's a good owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not talking with him. And Yeah, they've lost a record 140 million. You know, I'm really interested. I don't know what the status is, but I know they were supposed to build this really nice new uh, stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I the times I've been to Liverpool, Everton Stadium looks really nice as is. It's beautiful where it's at. So honestly, from the outside, it almost looks nicer. Than, I mean, it looks nicer than Liverpool's. Yeah, and I think I'll t- well, I'll tell you what. I haven't seen it, but I think that this kind of backing is so helpful for that team with that it's gotten that manager in. He's now he's now going to take go from seventy seven point two percent share to ninety three point three percent share, and he was said. To be in on Arsenal because of Alishar Uspenov back in the day. But Kroenke took him out of it. And I'm very sad because I think he would have been a great, great owner for Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, and I think Everton are in good shape because of him. Uh, and I want to end this. Iranians care a lot about soccer if they're really in They do. It, and so. he is. He's Iranian. Yeah. That's the other thing I did. And lastly, uh, RIP Gerard Houllier, former uh, Liverpool, Liverpool manager. manager. So I'll let you say a few words if you wanted well, to. Well, no. It's just, yeah. R.I.P. He's the one that introduced a lot of players like Michael Owen and Steven Gerrard to the club. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't afraid to go with the youth. So um, you could say he changed that club. Or not change it, but kind of kept the tradition. And I mean, you look at the players he brought up. Carragher, Gerrard, Michael Owen. So mm-hmm. R.I.P. to uh, Gerrard Houllier, the legend in Liverpool for sure. Shout out Gerrard Houllier. Okay, so player of the week last week, 57% went with Wilf Zaha. 43% said Mohamed Salah and 0% picked Kevin De Bruyne and Joel Matip, which was a bit bananas to me. Zero of all the votes that we had. So, huh. Wilf Zaha. Do you Zaha, think voted? Uh, probably not. <laughs> so, congratulations to Wilf Zaha on winning our player of the week. We'll see who wins it this week. Um, now, looking at the Mount Rushmore, 
There was a lot of debate over Mount Rushmore. Um, we talked about Christmas movies. Uh, Caitlin had Home Alone 2, It's a Wonderful Life, Jingle All the Way, Grinch That Stole Christmas. Brian had Christmas Vacation, Elf, Die Hard, Love Actually, and I had Home Alone, The Santa Claus, Office Christmas Party, and A Christmas Story. Uh, now, so who won? It says tie on the site, but Steve accidentally clicked me, so I'm taking his vote over. I'm changing it. So Brian wins with 40% of the vote, and then myself and Caitlin had 30% of the vote. Um, so Steve said, shit, accidentally clicked action. My vote is 100% for Brian. Sorry. <laughs> then Jeff said, you were right the first time, potato brain. Uh, so they went back and forth because um, Jeff likes a Christmas story. Brian said, let me blow your mind. The, the precocious, precocious kid in Love Actually is only five years younger than Kara Knightley. Um, wow. Who was that girl in um, the Christmas office party yesterday that was with Jason Bateman? Oh, Olivia Munn. That's Olivia. That's not Olivia Munn. It is. It's Olivia Munn. Yep. And I did I say. I crush on her during that movie. Yeah. I did say, Taurine, I did say. Um, Olivia Munn. Yeah. She's a, she's a smoke. I said, you're probably going to like Office she's Christmas Party. 40? I told, wait, 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 wait. I, no, I, I don't want to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, she was with Aaron Rodgers. So Olivia Munn's officially canceled. <laughs> you didn't know that? No, yeah, she's that's done. That's what she's known for. I've also disowned Danica Patrick for okay. her and I mean, that, that was Danica Patrick's a native Illinoisan, too. Uh, yeah, sad. I know. And you know what? Hard canceled. But Maybe anyway. Aaron Rodgers, that's, that's the devil. So you voted before seeing that movie, but I told you you were going to like that movie. You saw it last night. What are your thoughts? It's tough to go against Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it was um, still a good movie. Let me see the lists again. Who picked uh, the night before? Uh, no one. I, I put on the honorable mentions. I had the Santa Claus, Home Alone, and the Christmas Story were the ones around Office Christmas. I'll, then I'd probably go with you because Home Alone 1, in my opinion, was the best yeah. Home Alone. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> so Die Hard, but Die Hard you thought was good. So because you've seen Office Christmas Party now. Yeah, but, yeah. But um, Allison said Brian is obviously first. Ashton's a close second. Brian did get first, so you're right. But Jeff said, you need to stand by your picks. Don't give in. Call them names and joke about the size of their manhood. That's how it works here. Uh, what if they're packing? I mean, Brian's reproduced twice, so. <laughs> or what if they don't have anything, as in one of our guests was a female? <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, anyway. Uh, uh, Trevor said, disappointed none of you took White Christmas. What are your thoughts on White Christmas? I had never seen White Christmas. Yeah, Brian was debating it, and I told Trevor to rate, like, subscribe. Highly recommended, because <laughs> I think he just follows us on Twitter, but does not listen to the pod. That said, um, all right, no Mount Rushmore today. Sorry yeah. to disappoint. We're trying to keep the episode shorter. We will likely have one on Friday if we get who we're trying to get. We'll see. Even if we don't, we'll still do a Mount Rushmore, even if he comes on next week. Um, so that'll happen then. Uh, let's talk about our Nonce of the Week winners. Um, last week, the winners were the Millwall fans. Did you hear about what Millwall fans did? They're the ones that booed the um, kneeling. They booed the kneeling um, that, who was it, Middlesbrough? Or someone, you know, the kneeling before the match, they booed. And then the next match that QPR played, Millwall, QPR celebrated by kneeling in front of their fans after a goal. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah. Steve said, I've been saying fuck Millwall since Tommy Hatcher killed Pete Dunham. and hospitalized Steve Dunham. Pricks. Yeah, that, that was. Um, so 63% to the Millwall fans. Sebastian Coltescu, the Romanian fourth official, got 24%. And Emmanuel Duran had 13%. Emmanuel Duran is the lad that ran out from the Texas high school game and tackled the ref. Right. Assault. 
Jesse Rodriguez had 0% for his sex scandal and being sacked by PSG. Um, who would you have picked? Um, whew. Probably Millwall fans. Yeah, Millwall, okay. But, you know... I'm shocked. I think you. I thought you would have picked someone else, knowing you. Well, I mean... No? It's tough. Uh, Steve did mention something about Hesse or something. He said, I'm sorry, I think they screwed up the press release for this. He disgraced his club by only cheating with one model. We French expect more from our players and managers. If they're not at least two models, then you cannot be French, says Steve. So he rags on Hesse... Rodriguez, whose career has gone down the shitter, in my opinion, but that's just me, I guess. Hesse, yeah, he, you know, I think he had an injury that was really bad that really hurt his career at Real Madrid. Okay. Um, I don't remember what the injury was. I'm guessing it was knee-related, but he was really fucking good, actually, um, until that happened, so that's All unfortunate right. for him. But yeah, so, he's become kind of a meme, but he's a good DJ, and he, you know, he gets A good nailed, DJ? So. Yeah, he DJs. <laughs> Bro, look up his name I know, on YouTube. I know, but it's a joke. He's supposed to be a soccer player. He DJs. He does both. If you, hey, look, if you got a talent, use it, man. Don't let anything hold you back. All right, so let's go to this week's <laughs> Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, You're a nonce, mate. We've got first, CAF, uh, the Confederation of African Football. They have issued a number of sanctions for breaches of its regulations. Uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang was fined $10,000 for his social media posts when he and his Gabon teammates were not allowed to leave the airport on arriving in the Gambia, and they slept in it. CAF's statement said that Aubameyang has publicly published offensive and degrading material that undermines the honor and image of Confederation of African Football. We briefly brought it up last week. I just want to know what's your opinion on that. Um, yeah, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> what do you mean that ain't it? Stain it. Um, just, I don't know. I think CAF is wild. Shouldn't have made him sleep in an airport, as Brian said. I don't. I, I agree, but does it sound bad that it's like it's calf? Like things aren't good in Africa. Like that's. It doesn't take a genius to say to know that. Yeah, but that's it. something that could have been avoided. I mean, you can avoid something like that. You really you can can't. avoid a lot of things that's been going on in Africa. Yeah, but, but, but they you know normal getting shit together yes, politically but, and, and whatnot. But no, they can't. So if was, they can't even run a country, it's gonna be tough to run a, a, a team. Yeah, that's true. So also, hot seat Pornhub. I know you're not very happy about this. Um, <laughs> that's, Pornhub oh, is removed. They have removed all videos on their site that weren't uploaded by official content partners or members of its model program, which is a fundamental shift in the way one of the largest porn sites in the world operates. So this means a significant portion of their videos disappeared. I think as of this morning, somewhere between six to eight million videos have disappeared because they're only working with their partners. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that are well, X Hamster is about to have a lot more. Uh, a lot more customers because, um, I don't know, that's just what it is. I mean, look, if they're not going to do it, other porn sites are, so. Hot seat porn hub. So we also have Granite Shaka for choking Ashley Westwood. We kind um, of touched on this. Yeah, we talked about that enough. I just found something funny. It said Vince McMahon is hoping he can persuade Granite Shaka to join the WWE after being impressed by the Arsenal midfielder's choke slam technique. So there's that. And then we have the uh, false start by Christian Benteke. I mean, people have been kneeling now for a while. Yeah. I guess Benteke, to be fair to him, hasn't really gotten to start many games. So he false started. And Son kind of got scared and confused and ran after him for a second, but had the, like, why are you running look. So in more of a goofy one, Christian Benteke, for just being goofy. This Here's isn't like a, a – this is – I'm not, like, yelling at him for nonsense yeah. about – I just thought it was pretty funny. But you know where I, I kind of side with him? So as – so, like, when I – 
when I do play, I tend I tend to play up. Mm-hmm. So like, what I like to do is right off the kickoff is just kind of like go on a foot race mm-hmm. and just ha- I like that initial bomb in the air and just right away test like the defender and maybe like you'll bring it down or the ball will bounce the right way and just you can get a goal right off the bat. So maybe that's what his thinking was. All right. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he... You know what I mean? Like you're thinking about the game, bro. Like, look, I hate to say it. Like, I... Like, your mo- the movement's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cool. <laughs> movement's cool? But look, you're... <laughs> that's what you have to say no, about no, the no. movement? Hear me it's out. cool? Yeah. Hear me oh out. Like. God. Like, but if I'm in your so- back, but if, no, no, but I'm a soccer player. I'm like, all right, like this is Premier League game. Like my mind's on the game. I hear the whistle. I'm like, all right, let's let's see if I could, you know, be that guy that brings one in for my team right away. I mean, we have the kickoff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go downfield. There's gonna be an air ball. Maybe I can cause some ruckus. Get a call. Do whatever. This is it. And then the next thing you know, everyone's you know doing the whole. I don't know what's the symbol. Isn't the Malcolm X's like power? No, you just go on your knee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't think about it. You know, I'd just be like, you know, my mind would be on the game. So I don't blame you. But they've been doing it for a while. Right, but my mind's on the game. Okay. Uh, So when I'm playing soccer, you know what? When I'm playing, when you're playing a sport, it's the beautiful thing about sport, all that shit goes away. Yeah, okay. That's what I miss about sports, kind of. So, uh, so <laughs> on the goofy end, Ben Teke, we had honorable mentions for Jack Grealish for not following COVID protocols again. Uh, again, it's a smaller offense this time because he went out uh, with Barkley, I think, for a birthday party. And then the Big Ten for changing the rules to get Ohio State into the title game. It's better for the conference. I like that they did that because I, I'd rather see Ohio State in the playoff because for the Big Ten it's better. You get money. But yeah. still... And, and as much as I like that it screws well, also, Indiana, it's still changing the rules to cater to Well, Ohio let's State. not automatically think. I mean, they should, but let's not think Ohio State's going to like automatically win. I think they'll be Northwestern. Well, you know what? You never know. Okay. The uh, nerds but, from Evanston but I think might surprise they, but, but if they make the playoffs, the Big Ten gets a lot of money. So, they, I mean, yeah, that's no. the best shot the Big Ten and has. And it's a lot. Team like in. you said, it is a lot. And this is biased aside. It's a lot better representation than an Indiana without their best player. Right. Or, or even like, well, but Indiana wouldn't even make the playoff is my point. Yeah, like, yeah. like they might win the title and not make. They actually, by the way, rescheduled. I, I wish they had, but Purdue and Indiana are playing on Friday. They did reschedule that game. So yeah, I hope Purdue beats them. Uh, yeah, I know. I hope so I too, think, but I, I don't you know, think we will. I don't want that not, game. I'm Moneyline Boilermakers that what? game. What? No, no, no. wild. No, no, no. And this is someone that's in. kind of ripped on Purdue's football team recently. Well, their football you know, team stinks. But Purdue Moneyline. Okay. We'll come to the gambling corner here it's in a second. It's Indiana without Michael Penitz Jr. So, yeah, that's true. Michael Come Penis on, Jr. bro. What is the, where's the so game So, who's at? your... Uh, Indiana. Well, I mean, they're both in the States. Yeah, so, so it's in Bloomington. That's what I mean. Ah, fuck it, man. Okay. Purdue's, Purdue. <laughs> Purdue's going to win. Rondell Moore. Hey. Hey, Rondell Moore. What if he opts out? He'll play. He's a Boilermaker. Okay. Come on. So, who's your nonce of the week? My, my nonce of the week? Yeah, we got calf... For finding ABBA and a lot of people for posting about sleeping on the floor. Pornhub for getting rid of six to eight million videos. Benteke for a false start on the BLM Neal. And Granite Shaka for choking and costing Arsenal the match. So with all the things I kind of disagree with, except for the... I mean, the first one, I mean, for pretty much finding players for saying what they think, in my opinion, is just wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Calf. Okay. So And, and yeah, they should have fixed their situation. I kind of so. defended the rest, did I not? Uh, when we talked about them, I feel like I kind of defended Chaka yeah. earlier. Yeah, you know, 
Benteke I defended, obviously. And Pornhub you're just not happy about. Pornhub, I mean, look, dude, there are other porn sites there. If you're horny, just go to another <laughs> porn site, bro. Horny. Like, let's be honest. Even right. Reddit, bro. Reddit's got some gems if you're really there you go. So, I'm in a Discord. Yeah, okay, yeah, go on. All right, so we're going to move on. <laughs> Fantasy Corner, um, the top scores. I don't – we thought we were going to shorten this episode, and we failed again. Uh, it's fine. Well, because I was distracted with my phone earlier, and now I'm bringing the energy. Mate, now you I'm need to not look at your phone. I know. I need to put this right. thing away. All right. Fantasy Corner. Uh, and the only reason I have mine out is to look at the tweets, but we're done with that. So Madison, 16, led the way. Vardy had 13. Jan Bednarik, your boy, had 12. And then James Justin, Emmy Martinez, Angelo Agbana, Nick Pope, and Gilfie Sigurdsson all had 11. Top mm. incomings, Wolf Zaha, James Ward-Prowse, Jack Grealish, Suchek, and De Bruyne. Outgoings, Yota injured, James Rodriguez, Rafko, Ziyech injured, Bellerin stinks, suspended. Werner uh, not scoring, Malort for Brian. So... Who do you bring in? Do you have anyone that you'd bring in or take I like out Bednark. Or? He's my boy. <laughs> Bednark? Bednark? Big fan of him. Uh-huh. Um, do you know what team he plays for? Yeah. Palace. Okay. Right? No. Oh. He's played for Southampton. <laughs> Your boy, Bednark. Yeah. Who's Bednarik? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm bringing in... Like, I couldn't... I've talked about so many players. It, this stinks when you have this so often. You're like, oh, bring in this guy, bring in this guy. And then I'm pretty much telling you to bring in the whole Premier League. Yeah. Um, if you have Ramsdale, I'll say this. To those that still have Ramsdale because you bought him because he was cheap and you're like, oh, Sheffield's going to be good. They're not. Sheffield stinks. So get rid of him and get Emmy Martinez. Same price. Aston Villa's defense is better than Sheffield's. Do you agree? Yeah. So if you could get Emmy, if you have a chance, because a lot of people, right now, there's so many injuries. You're probably doing other transfers, like myself. I need to get Diego Yuta out of my lineup because he's hurt. And I can't get a good replacement for that price because he was, sucks, doing, he was banging in so many goals yeah, for his I mean, price. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm literally looking Not at Mason Mount. Price. I mean, this dude is going nuts. Yeah, I know. So I'm looking at, like, I can't even find, like, literally Mason Mount is the same price. Outside of that, it's way lower people. So... If anyone has suggestions, please let me know. I have until tomorrow to fix this. Uh, gambling Corner. This week did not go well. Uh, everyone lost money, and you were you were not in it this week, so no. that worked for you. And you know what? I might take this week off because these games, not, like these are tough games, dude. All right. So what happened this past week? Brian lost all ten because he did that old strategy where he bet on one match. He picked Leeds West Ham draw. Oh, that strange. didn't happen. Well, yeah, that was what screwed him before, and he was chipping away. He was doing well, and then he went back. He picked Bamford scoring first, and he picked Bowen scoring first to make money. Lost all his money there. Although I will say this. Bamford drew the pen, and I got shocked they didn't pick him to take it. They picked Glick to take it, and he got lucky because the first shot got stopped, and they called Fabianski for false start, which was bullshit. Wild. <clears throat> they should have let Bamford take it. Brian would have been a big moneymaker, but instead he's lost 10. Steve lost 10 on three separate bets. He had City winning, didn't happen. Chelsea winning, didn't happen. Tottenham winning, didn't happen. So he just straight up lost the 10. Trevor lost five on a Chelsea City parlay, and then he had a wild parlay on Sunday where he picked a lot of favorites and two or three of them lost. So he lost 10 bucks. I'm the only one that didn't lose 10. I lost 360. I lost on the City Arsenal parlay of $3. They both did not win. Five bucks on Chelsea, but I won picking Aston Villa at plus 220. Uh, so I won 440 there for an overall loss of 360. So the overall table. I'm in first at plus 2687. Steve's in second at plus 657. Arine's in third at plus 154. Then there's a huge dip. Trevor's in fourth at minus 1803. Brian, 
in last with minus $36.95. All right. You said you're taking this week off. You have no picks? No, no. I mean, I got to. All right. What's your pick? So I'm going with a road parlay. Both teams are on the road, but I'll, I'll pick them to win. Sure. Um, Brighton against Fulham. Mm-hmm. And United against Sheffield. Okay, and United comes in, I believe, at minus 225. Yeah. What's Brighton coming in at? Plus 155. Okay, what are you doing here, money-wise? So five bucks. Uh-huh. Wins you what? 13.49. Okay. So that's like, what, plus two-something? 270. 270, okay. And is that your bet? That's, that's it? That, yeah. So five bucks this week. You're not yeah. really going to... No, yeah, no. I'm doing three separate bets. I'm going to hedge my money here. I'm putting the most on Liverpool at minus 130. Six bucks to win 462. I feel really good about them for some reason. So I'm putting six of the ten on that. I'm putting $3 on a parlay. United to win against Sheffield. Villa to win against whoever they're playing. Don't remember at this moment in time. Uh, Who is Villa playing? Villa. No. No, they're not. Um, West Brom. Burnley. Villa's playing Burnley. So I got Villa over Burnley and United over Sheffield. I'm putting three bucks on that to win 448. And then that I have one remaining dollar. You know what I'm doing with that one remaining dollar? I'm putting it on Joe Clinton to score at plus 420. One buck to win 420 on Joe Clinton. I like it. All right. Um, so that's it for the gambling corner. Not you on your boy Eberizia Iche? No Eberizia Iche. But if he does score, I'm getting Portillo's out of it. So I'm pretty damn happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's good news. I do want to say there was one more note mentioned this week. Uh, I don't know if you caught when we were talking about the gambling corner in the um, on on uh, what is it on uh, Twitter. Trevor made his picks, and on Sunday he had Tottenham in the parlay. His wild parlay was Tottenham over Palace, Southampton over Sheffield, Leicester over Brighton, Liverpool over Fulham, and Arsenal over Burnley. And Brian said Spurs are going to fuck it up for you. Trevor put the picture of the guy from the yeah. MJ documentary, and then when they didn't hit, Brian did a shrug, and I, I just said, unlucky. So, uh, Trevor, best of luck to you next time. Anything else to add? This was a, a quicker episode, I guess, by a little bit. Kind but, of. Yeah. I got to get my fucking sink fixed. Yeah. So, um, anything else aside from getting your sink fixed? Mm-mm. We'll see these guys later this week. Yeah. Right? At the end. So, make sure you have a listen. Make sure you make your picks for next week. We'll let the intern remind you guys. Outside of that, let's take it to a guy that might be better than the current Arsenal manager, Unai Emery. Aloha. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening.